Welcome to the Mucked Up My Self Care podcast. I'm Jill from New York. And I'm Linda from Tasmania. We are two moms from opposite sides of the world who are living, demonstrating, and helping moms across the world fill their self-care asset bank. Ready to dive in? Messy, interrupted, imperfect, and most of all mucked up. Let's get going. Hi, Linda. Monday morning. Monday morning. Monday evening. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> you just gave me a fright because you said about something happening today. <laughs> <laughs> on your today and it's actually my tomorrow and I thought I'd completely missed it and just freaked out for a second and went completely into my own anxiety <laughs> and just it. went <gasps> <laughs> oh, creating panics <laughs> panic, panic panic I love it but no we have fun things coming on today or your tomorrows no 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 I'm and of course as soon as we hit record is when we have to have the interruptions begin, right? Let's see, baby. Nope. Okay. Oh, but the baby is sleeping. She's sleeping. Baby's not sleeping. <laughs> yeah. You know it's nighttime there, right? No. Yeah. Okay. No. Miss Linda and I are going to get chatting. Can you sit over here and eat your breakfast? Okay. All right. We have company. Hello, Declan. <laughs> did you see the video of baby did you see the video of the baby yeah yeah Where's she? she was making all the farty noises <laughs> yes she does that all day oh. all day long yep all right oh. anyway back on track so why don't i start with my highs and lows <laughs> while you deal with the child not eating his breakfast on your lap so mm-hmm. I'll, I'll give it a crack and you can just have a minute to take a breath. <laughs> For anyone who, yep, can't see the screen, Jill's having a moment. <laughs> okay, so highs for me, I would say I've just found out that the graphics card in my computer has five weeks left of warranty because it's been playing up which means it hasn't been displaying my second screen. It's been freezing some of my videos and stuff like that. So I'm taking it into the computer place on Wednesday and hopefully, fingers crossed, it'll be all covered under warranty. I won't need to go into, yes, trying to fork out for a new one, which is hundreds and hundreds of dollars. So fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Um, my low, oh, goodness, just had a weekend full of some self-responsibility stuff, which is feel, feeling like it slapped, slapped me in the face a bit. So mainly to do with the finance side of things and lots of other stuff that's come up that I need to take some ownership of and, yeah, have a good hard think about what that means, where I'm at, and go from there. Do you want to try again? Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. I think okay. I think we're better. <laughs> um, I feel you on the finance part, Linda. <laughs> this weekend's definitely been interesting. Um, oh, yeah, you can hear her in the earphones, right? She's not talking right now. Mommy's talking. Can you hear mommy? <laughs> um. So this weekend we had no plans, and I did not 
make any plans because I needed to do chores. And I took advantage and sacrificed a beautiful day to stay home and catch up on all of the chores. And it was wonderful. It was a really hard day. Really, really hard day. But it's all done. The house looks beautiful. And I'm like, he's being with Declan and us getting chores done all day. Yep. I remember you sent me a message saying I never thought I'd be so happy to get dishes done after three three days of pile up. <laughs> it makes me so happy. Uh, <laughs> yep, yep. But at the same time, sometimes when you're doing it, it feels like a hard slog, especially when you have a toddler coming in behind you or a nine-year-old who seems to have put parmesan cheese in my cutlery drawer as well <laughs> so <laughs> somehow somewhere along the way yep it all just falls apart <laughs> oh yeah uh, oh yes he was very helpful luckily this time around and did actually do his own chores, <laughs> which was good but um yeah catching up on the chores was as a result of a lot of self-neglect for like two weeks probably which bothers me when I get to that point that I don't enjoy letting myself not follow through with the things that I've set up to avoid a weekend like this where I need to sacrifice a gorgeous day or time out with friends who want to hang out to catch up on the things that I've put off because I wasn't in the mood for so long. Yeah. So your self-neglect looks like house or routines out of whack. Would that be fair to say? I think so. Um, that's the, I think that's the evidence of it. When uh, big things are happening and you're not starting your melty or growth is happening and your energy is being put someplace else. And then you're just so exhausted afterwards that you can't focus on the things that are going to make you continue to feel better. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. your energy is just focusing on the things that are so immediately in your vision that it allows us to not fill our own cup before giving away that energy that we have. So what was I thinking? At one point I'm like, Bobby, it's been about a week since I showered. It's <laughs> 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 like, can you not do that again? I'm like, I'm sorry. I really haven't thought about it. I haven't had the time to. And you know, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> that, that's it. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. Yep. Hopefully you did that after all the chores were done as well. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think what's interesting is the amount of self-responsibility that needs to come in when we're talking about self-neglect as well and self-care at the same time because really nobody else is going to take that shower except you, right? Nobody else is going to know that you haven't had a shower. Well, maybe if there's a bit of a smell, but nobody's really going to know <laughs> except you. And 
it can be really hard to face up to that sometimes if as adults we don't have someone to remind us to take a shower all the time. <laughs> and then sometimes when somebody is reminding us to have a shower or wants to do it in their own sort of way, it can come across as very critical or um, misunderstood in different ways if we're not careful, if we're in a melty stage, if we're in a overwhelmed stage, if we're trying to feed the child breakfast and he doesn't want to have breakfast right now stage if all the things are happening at once. So there's so much self-responsibility that I think that comes when it yeah, and we're trying not to neglect that part of our self-care. Does that make sense? Yeah. And I think that's where I like the phrase mother the mother hmm. from when I learned that in early postpartum. But we're both now getting beyond that. You're beyond that because you have four kids. I'm beyond that. I have a toddler. I feel like I've crossed over this space where I no longer have that, that newness of mothering the mother of somebody looking out for me. Did you do this today? Did you, did you make sure you got your basic needs in? Like, are you taking care of yourself? My husband's not at that point anymore to make sure I took my shower for the week. So does that mothering the mother drop off at a certain point? Um, is there still that village responsibility of caring for each other and confirming that we're taking care of our daily needs at after a certain point in our motherhood journeys uh, where that responsibility is still on us or is it shared? I'd love to say that it's shared in a way, but I think as I've come to try to accept, and I'm not fully there all the time yet, we do need to mother ourselves a lot as well. When yeah. we're addressing our wounds, when we're addressing our triggers, when we're addressing our emotions and feelings, because really the place, the true place that you can be self-responsible, because I think that is in some ways the opposite of self-neglect, Right. The true place that you can be self-responsible is by owning your feelings and emotions because nobody else has those except you. You are self-responsible for those wholly and solely, and you need to then communicate them to others and say, hey, I haven't had a shower. You then need to be in a place where you can communicate them, not in a place of blame, of you didn't remind me to have a shower, you didn't even notice I hadn't had a shower, you didn't, because that's not self-responsible if we're then using that blame language. But really, at the end of the day, our emotions and feelings, they belong to no one else except ourselves. People might interpret what we're feeling, people might interpret what's going on for us, but that also comes through their own perceptions and their own filters. And so how we then choose to interact with that, whether we're trying to cast blame, whether we're trying to um, make excuses maybe 
for the reasons why we haven't done a certain thing, that is a choice. And choosing to stay in a place of blame is also a choice. Choosing to become a victim or a martyr is also a choice. There's lots of layers to this that I've really been actually thinking about when it comes to that self-responsibility. And it's it's only now really that I think it is in some ways the opposite of self-neglect. Yeah. And I like your point about our being honest with ourselves. Um, I think that's a lesson that I've been working on this week with being honest with myself as well as checking that message with others. Am I, I think I'm being honest with myself, but I'll tell my husband one thing and I might message you something completely different. I have three versions of what is going on and which one is really the truth. And which one is you? Which one are you being yourself? Yeah. And that's a hard look at yourself to, to see if that respect is there for yourself. Um, so I don't know. You, you bring up a good point, Linda. It's yeah. I don't know. Yeah. You don't have to have an answer. You don't have to have an answer. I don't think I have all the answers at all, but I, I do think that we do need to take a degree of self-responsibility in the way that we are trying to, at least trying to, yeah. handle some of those emotions and feelings that are, are our own because they don't belong to anyone else. There might be a collective feeling, but you can feel sad very differently to the way that I feel sad or you can feel tired in varying degrees depending on what else is happening in in your life or what else is going on. You might feel, say you're tired one day and it's a eight out of 10 and then the next day is a one out out of 10. But you've still just said you're tired. You've used the same word just in varying degrees. There's there's so, so much I think that happens. (laughs) <laughs> I feel like we, uh, we need a sliding scale of the things of our emotions. <laughs> like, yeah. There, there scale is, of one there to ten. Is what is your emotion for yep. today? Which yeah, so you were There's, like you were saying you were this way yesterday, but what was it on the scale and how is it today? There's the emotional wheel. There's the wheel. Yes. We should link that in the in the notes as well, because that's why that's been quite helpful for me in the past. I haven't looked at it for a while. So now with this the sense of self responsibility to to be accountable for what you are feeling and how you deliver it to others it's also that it goes back to that part of who we're putting first because we have the responsibility of taking care of ourselves we have the responsibility of taking care of our children. So we're being self-responsible for both. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it's 
Yeah, that's a lot to to feel pressure from. Yep. The also, grace, grace, which I think is how we end up becoming so easily self-neglected mm-hmm. and sabotaging certain situations, um, right? Right, as well. Yeah. So, how often? <laughs> I know, I know there was one particular day a few months ago where the mantra I basically had, and we'd had a conversation, I think, just previously, was it don't pick a fight, don't pick a fight, don't pick a fight, don't pick a fight, don't pick a fight. <laughs> because so often things will be going so well and you've had this amazing day and then, I don't know, like you reach this thing. tipping just point, tiny little thing, like a fork in the dishwasher or, I don't know, a plant that's dead again. Actually, I have... A plant that I've managed to actually keep alive. I do have a plant I've managed to keep alive. (laughs) One extra pair of shoes. Not neglect. A sliding door that I tell you not Mm -hmm. to leave there just Mm -hmm. (laughs) ruin the rest of the day. It's like the whole day is sabotaged by that one tiny thing and that one huge argument. Like, oh, my gosh, why? Why did I do this? Why? Neglected to see. And I think one of the things that you brought up, Linda, in your highs and lows today was the the finance part. And without getting deep into finances, it leads into something else that I wanted to mention. But like in today's world, we're all figuring out the financial struggle, especially with the prices of food. And that's where I have the most... I'm going to call it the sabotaging there. I set myself up for failure with food because I go grocery yep. shopping yep. with my family in mind and taking care of mm-hmm. my child mm-hmm. and making sure he's fed. Mm-hmm. My husband takes care of his feeding outside of dinner. And I forget about me outside of dinner. So I'm not setting myself up with a breakfast in the morning or a lunch in the afternoon for that success of energizing my body throughout each day. And it still doesn't click because, well, I only have a comfortable enough amount of finances to feed our family as a unit. And I don't fit in that Mm -hmm. for Mm -hmm. what my desires are for a lunch or a thing. So I'll eat leftovers for dinner. But if we don't have leftovers for dinner, or am I eating the next day? Mm-hmm. So this is really bad mm-hmm. habit that I have, and I'm sure this is yep. common for a lot of moms yes. <laughs> who are doing that. Yep. And mm-hmm. how do you like? How are we taking on that responsibility then to make sure we can put ourselves into that mm-hmm. planning when we know other people are putting themselves into their planning for the day, like? My husband doesn't think twice about feeding himself for lunch. He just does it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yep. That one's hard and for what me. are we modeling then for our children as well? And yeah. just before I talk to that question, my habits, I think, are things like binge, binge eating if I'm really emotional on sugar or crap which is not nourishing at all. I, and, I do the same. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> yep. Yeah. Or going supermarket shopping when you're hungry. 
is another one which sabotages quite a bit because you end up with twice as much as you need sometimes or as, sorry, as other people need or you think yeah. you just. Or yeah. with those mm-hmm. bad foods that we're going to mm-hmm. go snack on. Then. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We've actually started hiding the snack food. So the snack food gets hidden away from the kids so that they've got stuff to put in their lunch boxes because a lot of the stuff that's easy to take to school in a lunchbox is snack food. Yep. It's awful. Except at the same time, I don't want to cook and prepare every day for lunch and dinner and everything else in between. So, uh, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we don't have the, any direct answers. I'm like, what can we give? Practical, practical advice. I'm like, no, we're still mucking up. We're still going through. <laughs> well, I think of it. I'm like, well, if we plan that enough of a shopping list, yes, that's one thing. And then if we did the meal prep, yes, that's great. Another thing that's like filling our cups because we're taking care of ourselves. We're taking care of our family and we're setting ourselves, our calendars up well for success then. But what are we sacrificing to do that? So I'm sacrificing now family time on a Sunday because I now had to go through a crazy shopping experience with every other person in my town trying to get their food shopping done on a Sunday. (laughs) And then I have to go and spend maybe an hour to two hours meal prepping by myself or having a toddler help me, which doubles the amount of work sometimes. Yep. Which then takes away from the family time that I've blocked off this day for. Mm-hmm. But we're not making it a family activity to meal prep together. So it's this weird push and pull of, well, do I just then block off a different time? And do I do that during the week? And now I'm cutting into dinner time. So do I not make dinner one day and do all the meal prep that day? Like, like, uh, like there's no just, you got to find that flow that works for you. And it just is hard to, to keep, for me, like I'm changing my calendar and it's hard to go with that flow of where the calendar is taking me when it worked so well before. And now I'm shifting it and it's not working. And now I have hard pain point that's like, where is it going to fit? I have to try one way this week and a different way that week. And then by the time I finally find a spot, it's like my calendar has to change again because I'm now in this different season once again. Don't they call that growth? Right? (laughs) (laughs) Then I have this shift that makes me not want to do anything and sets me back up. Sabotage. Yeah. (laughs) Ah. (laughs) We don't have any practical answers for the bank today. (laughs) We're just trying to talk it out and process it verbally alongside all of you. That's all. Love it. We'll we'll be back. Yeah. (laughs) Oh dear. I think that's a prime example of real, raw, unedited. We're just 
mucking it up as we go along. Yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> mucking it up. Yes, that's you, Declan. Yes. Uh, all right. On we'll that note. Back. Until next well, week. We hope you can unstuck your muck. Oh dear. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> uh-huh.